Thank you for joining us for this recent message from Freedom Ministries in Crossit, Arkansas. Connect with us online at freedomministriescrossit.com and let us know what God is doing in your life through this ministry. Now prepare your heart to hear a word that we pray will bless your life. It's good to hear everybody's voice. Thank you, Jesus. I heard people last week that told me they're on the prayer line that I didn't know was on there. I, I was excited. They said they they really enjoy it, so that that helps us to to keep doing it, knowing it's touching lives. Amen. God, we just give you praise today. We just thank you, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing through our lives. We've been praying about worship today. Uh, just and it just came to me that scripture that says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And I said, well, what's after that, God? <laughs> what's after that? So we're going to start reading Psalms chapter 100. Let me get back over here to Psalms. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to welcome everybody on the line. And I've missed a lot of you. I was in Texas this weekend and missed being here. But we'll see you Sunday. Amen. Psalms 100, a psalm of praise. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. So he's showing us what to do when we come to prayer. And you can, whatever you do in prayer, you can take it into your church service. If you want to get a breakthrough in your service, if you follow the prayer lines, the way that the prayer goes is the way that you can bring a breakthrough in your service. He says, make a joyful noise, serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with singing. So we don't come to prayer uh, just screaming. We don't come in our praise just screaming. We come before him singing. Uh, let's read uh, verse 3. Know you that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. So he shows us here to enter in. After we come before him with singing, we enter in. We go. If you notice in Psalms 100, there's a lot of levels. We don't just stay at one level. We don't just sing on one level. We don't just pray on one level. The Bible says, Who shall ascend to my holy mountain? So that shows us there's an ascension. So if you're wanting to go into the throne room of God, if you want to enter into his throne, enter in with boldness and, and go before him with singing, go before him with praises, go before him with thanksgiving, and you just keep giving to him, you keep uh, honoring him, and he'll open the doors. Amen. He'll open the heavens for you. But there is a protocol. I, I wouldn't just go see the king and just march in there and say, why hadn't you given my family land? Why hadn't you sent food to my people? Uh, I don't know that he'll receive that very well. But if I come in honor and, and respecting him, and, and the Bible says God inhabits the praises of our people, of his people. So if God inhabits the praises, how much more does a, a, a natural man inhabit it? So if the king wants the people to praise him, 
how much more does God want us to praise him? So we can we can do that with our husbands, we do that with our leaders, we honor. If you want something, you get it better with honey than you do vinegar, I mean. Um, so we come before him. We come before his presence with singing. So when we come to prayer, we can just sing a little song like this. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, oh, my soul. And these thoughts are going to come. You need to be cooking. You need to be doing clothes. You need to be running around town for you. Paying the bills, you need to be, you need to be. I love you, Lord. Until there's a pressing in your spirit, till there's something where it's trying to go real deep in you, and then that's when you do it deeper, and you press past those thoughts, you press the past the noise, amen. Press past the thoughts trying to get you out of that place of seeking God, because He said, when we seek Him, we will find Him. Hallelujah. When you seek something, it's not always right there in front of you, just easy for the taking. You might have to search a little bit. You might have to, if you want to go in the spirit, out of the natural in the spirit, it might take a minute. Amen. might take a, um, a minute of clearing our mind, a minute of just focusing on him, setting our mind and our thoughts upon heaven instead of the earth, getting our mind off of what we got to do tomorrow, and just honoring God. And it will enter into his presence like that because uh, I heard one, I think it's Dr. Murdoch said that a lot of prayers don't go past the ceiling because people don't enter in. They don't, they just start demanding and saying out of their flesh. But he said that we worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. So our spirit has to connect. So that's the ascension. When our spirit connects with God, There'll be a deeper song in you. There'll be a, it'll just be deeper. It'll be, I love you, Lord. And you'll feel things like, oh, that, that, you'll just feel to stop. You'll feel, you'll feel like things are falling off of you, really. Like Paul and Silas, when they praised him in the jail and the, the chains started coming off of them. You'll feel, you'll feel that. And, and when you're doing that, you're connecting, you're going past your mind. And your spirit's connecting with God, and you're letting everything in this earth go by the wayside. You're just letting it be at that altar. You're just giving it all over to Him, and you're losing to total control. You willing to lose control? Because that's where you get your prayers answered. Your prayers get answered in His glory, and His glory don't really stay in just any atmosphere. That's why we have to ascend. We ascend to the holy mountain. He said, "Who shall ascend?" Those with clean hearts and uh, clean hands and pure hearts. Hey, so we might have to come to the altar and say, God, I love you today. And I have been so mean to my husband. <laughs> God, I just want to knock my balls out today. And we might have to get a pure heart. Just remember, go into the glory place without protocol. You have to honor. You have to respect. That's why he said, Come before me with singing. Enter my pray- enter the gates with thanksgiving and my courts with praise. So there's different levels. So today when he said, enter my gates with thanksgiving and my courts with praise, I was like, God, what's next? What's next after entering his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise? Worship. Amen. How many know 
that praise and worship is two different, two different things. So we want to go on into the worship part of God. We want to, we want to be able to just, you know, God spoke to me this last weekend. I was in an atmosphere where he could speak to me. And he said to me, he said, the future belongs to the intercessor. He said, you know why it belongs to the intercessor? I'm, pra- I'm paraphrasing how God spoke. Why does it belong to the intercessor? This is what he spoke to me, because they go first. Isn't that a revelation? Because they go first. And I was in an atmosphere where this uh, intercessor was there. This, this, um, he, he was a black man, the only black man in the atmosphere. In the, in the place, and he was in the back, just praying, interceding over that service, and and then eventually he moved up to the front. Wasn't nobody in the altars, wasn't nobody down there praising God. We were all just in our seats, and and he he moved up to the side, and I saw him take another step, another step until he was full blown feet in front of that altar, and God spoke to me. He said, "The future belongs to the intercessor because they go first. Hallelujah. And, and and if you'll think about that a minute, think about it. The future belongs to the intercessor. Why? Because they go into that spirit and they see the future and they bring the future to the earth. They bring the manifestation. It was a few weeks ago, some of our prayer team was praying that money comes, money comes, money comes. And they were seeing visions around the altar. And this week I, I got a blessing. I got I received a blessing. Not a small blessing, a pretty big blessing. And I wanted to give. I wanted to plant seeds in those that had prayed about that. What happened there? The money that I got was in the future. But the prayer warriors, the intercessors brought into the now. Somebody say, that's good. The future belongs to the intercessor because they go first. They go into the spirit and they see things that people that don't go in the spirit are not seeing. And those things hit them without any warning, but when you go into prayer and you seek his face and you go past praise and you go past thanksgiving and you enter into worship and you're just worshiping God so he can speak to your spirit. I'm not even talking about warfare prayer. I'm talking about worship prayer. Go in there until you, you've lost yourself in him. If you've got to put music on, do that. If you can sing it yourself, do that. But get lost in him. Somebody say, I'm lost. I'm lost in his presence. I'm lost in his anointing. And how do you know you're lost? Because you're not aware of your surroundings. I tell people all the time, I don't even know if somebody sits past the sound system. I I don't see them. I see a cloud. There's maybe three weeks ago, I couldn't stand behind the pulpit for the cloud, for the cloud of glory. And so we've been fasting and praying over worship because we see, and someone. Someone said to me, said, please don't ever let it stop too short. Because they've tasted and seen. They've tasted and seen that the Lord is good. And they they went to that place and it don't get stopped. And they just don't ever want it to be stopped. Amen. We don't ever want it to be stopped because we prayed that God give us a place where we can be free. Give us a place where we can worship you freely, God. Where nobody gets up and stops it, God, and brings it back to man's knowledge. Do you know that the atmosphere has been created <clears throat> so much in here that people have come to preach and brought it back down to the natural mind? They've had to spend like 15, 10 minutes, I'll say, talking carnality to, to get the atmosphere back down. 
So I am bragging on Freedom Ministry praise teams today that y'all take it to a place that 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 uh, passed the mind, the place passed the mind. I, I brag on the leaders, the pastors, because if for some reason the praise don't do it, they jump up and do it because we know that that's where all the needs are met. We know that his, that our needs are met according to his riches and glory. They're not met in my mind. <laughs> if they were met in my mind, I would be clearing out the hospitals today. I would be telling everybody, rise up and walk. I would be saying, uh, live, don't die. I would be doing all that in my mind. But the Bible says that they're met in glory. So I want to know how do I get to glory, God? How? I've been reading this book. It says, don't wrestle, just nestle. Hey. <laughs> don't wrestle, just nestle. Now, we know we have to wrestle and, you know, the Bible says we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. We wrestle against principalities, spiritual wickedness, and powers in high places and heavenly places. But what if I get so close to God that, that I push past all that and I get and I sit in his lap? What father wouldn't give their child anything that they could at that point? And we know our father can give us all things. I was reading today and God showed me this. In First Corinthians, First <clears throat> Corinthians three thirteen. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say, "I want to nestle." Hallelujah. That's what we need our praise teams for, so the people can nestle, so the people don't have to wrestle so much. That they come out of their work environment, they come out of their home, and they get to nestle. They need to get to sit up in their heavenly Father's lap. They get to pour their heart out to Him. They get to hear His voice. That someone else has pushed back the darkness. That someone else has pushed back. That's the call. That's the call that I want on our free, on our freedom praise team. That's the call to the leaders. That's the call to the team, and it's the call to the leaders of the church. Amen. Somebody say, I want to nestle and not wrestle. Ah, First Corinthians three thirteen. Um. <clears throat> 322, I'll come back to that, something else. 322 and 23. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or things things present or things to come, all are yours. Did he say in there? Let's read 21. He says, Therefore let no man glory in men, for all things are yours. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life, or death, or things present, or things things to come, all are yours. And you are Christ, and Christ is God's. Did he just tell us the world is ours? Look back over it. The world is ours. He said all things are ours. So how do I get? Some people want the world. They don't want to go to church. They want the world. They want success. How do I get God and success? How do I do that? A nestle. <laughs> How do I get it all? I'm not talking about the sin of the world. I'm talking about possessing the world. I'm talking about till you're the head and not the tail of the world, till, till you're above and not beneath of the world, till no sin, darkness, poverty, uh, sickness, any of those things are have you, but you have them, that they're under your feet. How do we get that? Because we nestle in the presence of God. 
And then there's those times we have to, if I can't nestle with him, I got to wrestle to get there. If something's blocking my way that I can't sit in his lap and do this, Philippians 4, 6, be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, give it all to God, and then the peace of God's going to come upon me. If today I just can't seem to, to make my supplication yet because there's too much warfare hitting my mind, then I got to sing, I got to praise, I got to worship, I got to push back the enemy. And it might be a little wrestling there so I can nestle. See, the problem is we want to nestle and never wrestle. <laughs> we, we don't ne- We always just want to nestle. But, but yes, we all want to nestle. But sometimes there's hindrances. There's things that's not wanting to let you get in your father's lap, not wanting to let you get your prayers answered. Remember Daniel, where it's 21 days later, and um, the angel said, I heard you the first day it, it was done. But there was something standing between me and you to give you the promise, to give you the word that I had promised you. So there had to be a prayer and fasting to knock that out of the way. Amen. I don't know about you, but if something was trying to keep me from my natural father, if something was trying to keep right now, I'm trying to find my natural father. And I went and met his brother. I ain't seen him in 17 years because I'm pushing my way through to find out where that father is and I'm going to go see him. Nothing's going to keep me from going seeing him. So if I'm wrestling that much to see my father on earth, to nestle with my father on earth, how much more am I going to push things back in the heavenlies that's trying to keep me from sitting in my daddy's lap? Hallelujah. I don't care if it's insecurity. I don't care if it's telling me I ain't worth it. I don't, I don't, why do we give in to that? Why do we let things keep us from nestling with our heavenly father? Somebody say, I want to nestle, not just wrestle. Glory to your name. Thank you, Jesus. We've been praying over our praise today, but I said, God, we're going we're gonna to do it different today. It started out wrestling, but it went into nestling. It, it went into a different place, and it went into blessing, God. I thank you today. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us all these different ways to prayer, God. That it's not all one little box, not one little way. That you have a lot of ways to pray, God. You said make our requests known with supplication, with thanksgiving. Come before you with singing. Come before you with praise. Enter his gates with praise. God, I thank you that there's a lot of ways to pray. That we're not wrong in any of those ways. That all we're trying to do is something is hindering us from getting into that glory. Then we then we there to push it out of the way, God. If something is not letting us go there, we have to take authority and we have to go into the spirit and pull it down so we can press past that place. And Dr. Sorelli calls it press past blessing into the realm of power. Somebody say, I can be blessed because the children in the wilderness was blessed for 40 years. Their manna was there. Their shoes didn't wear out. But it came the time where they had to go push enemies back so they can go into their promised land. And there was giants in the land, and a lot of them didn't want to go. But they knew to be able to nestle with their God, to be in that right place with them, to be in that safe place, to be in, like Psalm says, that we're covered by his wings, we're, that we are, um, his feathers cover us. So we have to press, past. the enemy don't just let you have that. We're going to praise, we're going to worship, 
until the Holy Ghost comes upon us and takes over us and he prays through us. Romans 8, 26. Because we don't always know what ought to pray, but the Spirit knows the mind of God and he's going to pray through it in groanings that cannot be uttered. Glory to your name. Let's try it. God, I'm trying to get to you. God, I have these thoughts in my head and these feelings, but I'm pressing past them and I'm entering to your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. I thank you, God, that I woke up today. I thank you that I'm still alive. I thank you after 20 years we've had, I don't even, one, maybe one or two deaths in our whole ministry, God. I thank you for protecting us, Lord. I thank you for giving us long life and satisfying us. God, I give you praise. I remember you killed a lion and the bear through me, God, and you can take everything now. You can take the giants. You can take a life through me, God. I thank you, God. I remember everything that you've ever done. I remember when I had that wreck with my kids in the car and I should have not lived. I knew I wasn't even serving you, God, but I knew that you saved my life. You saved our life that day, God. I thank you that I had a mama praying, God. I thank you that she went past the surface, God. When I wasn't living for you, she went into the spirit and pulled down the stronghold so I could so I could even be open to hear you anymore, God. And God, we pray for our worship leaders that they get the revelation how to really help people. And that's to bring an atmosphere in that the people can nestle and they don't have to wrestle, especially when they're first starting to know you, God. Especially when they're first one, they're on their honeymoon stage, God. They just need to worship you. Like Jarek needs to worship you till God does shows on him. He needs to worship you, God. We worship you. We honor you, Lord. You are great. You are greatly to be praised. You're omnipotent, God. You are altogether loving, lovely. You're the Alpha and Omega. See how my words are tangling up? It don't matter. Hey, yonder by Sunday, he don't care. He just wants you to come to him. You say when we come to you as a little child, God, those are the ones that's going to enter in. Hey, those are the ones that enter in, God, the ones that come to you as they are, the ones that bear their soul to you, the ones that don't hide behind their flesh, God. We love you, Lord. We let ourselves go, God. Woo! I know something's coming to me, but I, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it because I'm going to obey. So if you children on here, just let them close their ears right now. But just like in the natural, do you lose control in the bedroom? If you don't, you probably ain't having no fun. Lose control with God. He said it's like a marriage. Lose control with him. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, God, help me. Help us, Lord. Yonder, Help us to lose control, God. Yonder, I say. Yonder, I say. I can't quit laughing. <laughs> All truth is parallel. Yonder, I say. And if you get a woman and you don't lose control with her, she might be wanting to find another man. It ain't right, but 
lose control. You think God gets bored when we don't lose control? Because he ain't nothing about the mind. He said we see him face to face. Oh, we kiss him. He kisses us on the cheek. Can we humble ourselves enough? Can we get rid of the pride enough? Yandada, let ourselves be vulnerable. Yandada, I say, hey, what man is not going to give his bride everything he has? Can you have some pillow talk with God? Yandada, I say, Yandolobo say, God, I don't know what I'd do without you. Hey, I wouldn't even be here. I wouldn't be alive, oh God. Yandada, I say, I thank you, Lord. I praise your holy name. You are so personal to me. We are intimate. We are one. I'm one with you. I'm one with your word. Because you are the word. Yandada by Sunday. I don't come with my own righteousness. I come with your righteousness. Yandada by Saturday. You say we are the bride of Christ. Oh, help us to see who we are what we are to you, God. Help us to see that you long for us. Help us to see, God, that you walk with us in the cool of day. Help us to see, God. All you want is relationship. You don't want our works. You don't want our doing good without love, God. You don't want our law. You want us to want you, God. You said love. Nothing can separate us by Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Yonder, not the world, God, but you've given us the world. You've given us all things, all things that pertain to godliness. They are ours. Oh, Lord, Sunday day. God, help us to work on our relationship with you. Help us to work on our intimacy, God, because in intimacy is where we're going to find our value. In intimacy is where we're going to find our words, God. Yandada ba Sunday, yando lo lo bo say kete yando o lo bo say yandada ba say yando lo bo say hey yandada ba say yando lo bo say God, you are the answer and you give it to us, Lord. Yandada ba say wouldn't you want to bless somebody that just loved you for you, that just wanted to spend time with you? that just wanted to say, I love you? Wouldn't you just want to give them everything? Stretch our faith. See, in that prayer, you can stretch yourself. You can you can, you can, can stretch yourself just like I just did. Oh, you said, God. To encourage ourselves, praying in the Holy Ghost. Yonder da 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 ba, yandolobo say, yandolobo say, yande yande. We worship you, God. Yonder, see, it's all in losing the control. Yeah, not knowing your next move. Yeah, <laughs> not knowing your next thing to do. Pastor said it today in the prayer. To not know what we're gonna do. Not know after I obey God, who do I give the mic to? 
to not have to know after I beg, am I going to have to do the whole thing or do I need to let them play? God, help us to quit listening to that mind. Quit listening to that mind when we're going in your glory because you said it's enemy with you. Hey, Yonda, you said it's carnal, God, and it's an enmity to you, and it's, it don't let us go in. It tries to keep us from going in. Yonda, da, ba, say. Yonda, we lose ourselves in you, God. Yonda, da, ba, take over our prayer life. Take over our praise. Take over our worship, God. Take over our worship services, God. Yonda, da, let someone be a festival. Let someone give it all. Hey, I really feel for people to quit hiding behind flesh. Quit hiding behind somebody else. Make your own way to the glory room. Make your own way. You say, I don't know how. Just lose control. I love you, Lord. You have my voice. You have my heart. You have everything, God. Yon, you have my money, you have my time, you have it all, God. Yonda, I give it to you, God, to do what you want. My life is not my own, God. You bought me. I've been bought with a price. Yon, I don't have any rights, God. I don't have any. My mind's going to steer me the wrong way. It's going to go opposite of the spirit because that's what your word said. It's enemy with God. So I'm going to try to be getting close to you, and then it's going to tell me to do something else. I press past that, Lord. Yonda da ba say. I press past it, Lord. Yonda da ba say. When I don't know what to do, I praise your holy name. When I don't know what to say, I just pray in tongues. Yonda da da. If you don't, if you don't have the Holy Ghost right now, receive it. Yonda, receive Him now in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and speak in tongues. It's a promise that He's promised us. As many that want it, God. Oh, la da ba say, yanda la ba say, yando lo bo she, kande yando ba say, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, yando lo bo say. And God, you said that everything we do for you is going to be tried, God. It's going to be tried, Lord. It's going to be revealed by fire. That's what I was going to share in First Corinthians. Um, First Corinthians three thirteen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he has built thereon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet so is by fire. Amen. So he's saying he's saying that anything we do, even our prayer, when we just come to him with religious prayers, he's like, you know, those things are gonna be burned up. I mean, he don't he's not interested in that. If he still want religion, we still be killing the goats and the cows. But the reason Jesus came is because God said that wasn't doing it no more. The goats and cows it, being uh, slaughtered and sacrificed, it wasn't doing it for God no more. So he made a, uh, a body for Jesus, and he came on the earth, and he's supposed to dwell with men. And we he's a mediator. The Bible says he stands between us and God as a mediator. 
He's our high priest. He sits in the heavenlies and intercedes for us. And so uh, we got to go through him to get to God. We don't get we don't go straight up to that king and tell him what to do. God, we thank you for showing us, God, that every word, even in our prayer life, is revealed by fire. In other words, persecution is coming to hit it. And if it's true and it's uh, it's 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 really in you, then it it be still standing, you know. But if it's all these other things, it's gonna fall because the fire is gonna burn it up. Amen. Hallelujah. Because if you don't mean it, you're not gonna stay with it anyway. Let's look at John eight forty three. I got up this morning, and these words came to me. I shared it in prayer today. It was just awesome. It says, uh, John eight forty four. I was thinking about God never lies. Uh, and that's in Numbers. He says that God is not a man. He cannot lie. So if God cannot lie, then why don't we trust him? Why don't we trust him? Because he's not a man. He's not like everybody else. And he cannot lie. So either that's true or the whole word of God's not true. But let's look at and, and next it came to me. But the devil, he can't even tell the truth. John eight forty four. you are of your father the devil, the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. But, so there's no way, there's no way. There is, we're talking about like prayer, like the carnal. We're talking about like uh, the spirit. Um, when you When you want to go deep in God, don't listen to none of that stuff because the truth's not even in him. He don't. He might tell you you ain't doing good. Uh, that ain't how you do it. Um, you ain't going nowhere. This ain't working. Those are all lies. God can't lie, and he's an accuser. The devil's accuser of the brethren, and he's going to accuse you when you're trying to get to that heavenly Father. He's going to accuse you when you want to nestle and you want to quit wrestling. But you got to look at it like you got to say, devil, you, you don't, there's no truth in you. Numbers 23, 19 says that God is not a man, that he should lie, neither the son of man, that he should repent. Has he said, and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Behold, I have received commandment to bless, and he has blessed, and he cannot re- reverse it. So he cannot even take his gifts away because he says the gifts and calling are without repentance. He can't take them back. The gift that he's given you and the gift that he's given me, he's not taking them back because he's not a liar. (laughs) He's not a liar. Hallelujah. So anything he's telling you, the enemy, the accusing, negative, just always keep in your mind, but God can't lie. This can't be from God. Nick, if you're on here, any of that, anything, it can't be of God that that tries to tell you that you, you can't do it, not good enough. Anybody on here that the en- enemy says that to you, that's not God. So get that in you real good today that God cannot lie. And he wasn't even giving you the guilt if he didn't think you could do it or was not good enough. But he gave you the guilt. He gave people worship gifts on here, praise gifts. Prayer gifts, preaching gifts, uh, workmen in the church gifts, the ministry of help, all those gifts, he can't take them back. And he's not a liar. He's not one that gives and takes back. Amen. 
I hope somebody's getting it. You can trust him because I woke up with this in my spirit that God is not a liar. And then the next thing that came to me, but the enemy don't have any truth in him. He don't. He don't even know truth. So how can it be true what he's telling you? There's a breakthrough for somebody. He don't know truth. How can it be true what he's telling you? And God doesn't tell you those negative things. So who's telling you? I'm not about. He can be using the enemy. Can use people. He can use your pastor. He can use your teacher. He can use your leader. He can use your husband. One time, my mama, which I totally admired, told me, "Annie, God can even. I mean, Annie, the enemy can even use me to discourage you, because maybe somebody you love, they may say something that that just hits you the wrong way, and you grab that into you." He can use people. It don't mean it's it's always right what people say. It don't mean it don't mean it's truth because the enemy comes to accuse. Amen. Yonda ba Sunday da da Yonda da da da. Matthew eighteen nineteen twenty says where two or three agree is touching any one thing, it shall be done for them. I'm in agreement with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> when I when I'm worshiping like that, maybe nobody else is around me, but there's two of us, me and the Holy Ghost. And and God's there. He's in the midst of us. And he's fixing to do things. He's, things are fixing to be accomplished. How many want things to be accomplished in your prayer life? You don't want to just say words. You don't want to be like the, the some of the uh, Pharisees and Sadducees in the Bible where they were just saying words so people could see them pray. Goodness. I, I, that's, I got a lot more things to do with my time than to do that. I believe when I pray that God hears me and that he's going to answer. And someone says, what about them unanswered prayers? Well, I was praying a couple of weeks ago, and I, I don't think there's unanswered prayers. I think it might not be the way we want it or when we want the answer, but I believe God will answer everything that I ask him. I believe that if I agree with his, his spirit, which is what we're talking about, agreeing with the Spirit, letting the Spirit in truth, connecting with the Spirit, that those prayers are going to be answered. It might not be what I want to hear, but they're going to be answered. Amen. God, I thank you. I thank you for answering our prayers. I thank you, God, for the breakthroughs and the revelations and the and the the, the words to stand on, God. I thank you, God. You gave me a word over my granddaughter, and I thank you for it now. I thank you for that word, God. I just speak it over her life. God, I give you praise for it, and I expect a harvest from that word. Because, you know, the word is a seed. It's a seed. And so if God gives us that word in our spirit, it's a seed. We have to water it. We have to care for it. We have to bring that prophecy before God. I bet if I went to people and said, uh, okay, what is it that you really have prayed about and you don't understand why it hasn't been answered? Most of them would tell me what it was, and then they'd, I'd say, do you water that seed? What do you mean? Well, do you do you say it regularly? Do you say it regularly? Do you put it on your refrigerator, and do you see it? Do you see it, and do you say it? Do you put your prophecies? Do you wage a warfare with your prophecies? Do you put them in front of God and say, God, you said, God, you said, you said I was getting this car and give you a picture and a vision. Well, print that out. Find that card, print it, and put it on your refrigerator. But most people is going to tell me I did it for a while and then I didn't do it anymore. 
So pick those words up. Pick them up again and start speaking them words and start declaring them and decreeing them. Because whatever we decree is going to be established. Whatever we decree and declare is going to be established. So it can't be established if we don't say them enough to really get them in our spirit till they produce the fruit. Hallelujah. I remember God showed me a house about a mile from the church. I lived on the river. My husband said he's never leaving. He never had nothing that night, and he's not leaving. But one day, God gave me a vision, and I saw my house, and I, and I didn't know exactly the house. I knew the location, and I said that for two years. And I'd walk out on my porch, and I'd say, God, you said that you gave me a house by the church, and da-da-da-da, I just kept saying it. And you know, one day, my husband changed his mind. Hallelujah. What changed his mind was the word, the word, the word, the word spoken in the atmosphere. Somebody say the word's my best friend. <laughs> the word, you put the word on the scene, it's like a, it's like a hammer, and it knocks all that stuff off. It knocks all that hard stuff off. It knocks all that unwillingness and, and things that we say we're not going to do. Maybe you have a child. How do you get them to say, I want God? You get into prayer and you pour out your heart and you pour your supplication out until God speaks to you. And you do it as long. You may just do it. You may can only do it one day a week or do it that day every week until you hear from God. And then you start speaking that over them. Don't go in their bedrooms looking for everything. Hear the word of God. Someone told me something about one of my kids, and it was real tempting to go search their room. But I went to pray, and I said, God, what can I do? He said, I want you to fast every Thursday. So I did it about four to six weeks, and God gave me a word. And see, I could have been, it was just stuff like, they go on a rock concert, you know. So I could have listened to their music, but I didn't. I refused to give in to the enemy. And I went in that room, and I said, God, and my heart was breaking too. And I said, God, what about my son? God, because here I see people on drugs trying to come knock on the door. God, and and after about, I don't remember if it was four or six Thursdays, he gave me a word. He said he's a psalmist, and he's going to write songs for me. So the enemy gave the opposite of what the devil was trying to do, pull him into the, all those concerts. He never did. I never saw my son come home high or with a needle in his arm or a beard. I ain't saying he never tried nothing. I'm saying I didn't live that battle the rest of my life. But I had to go into prayer because that thing was after him. That thing would have got him if I wouldn't have went and prayed and sought God and entered into the spirit, not the flesh. The flesh wanted to go search everything out and talk to him and ask questions. That's the flesh. That's not going to get you anywhere because that devil ain't going to tell you the truth. Oh, my baby going to tell me truth. That devil ain't telling you the truth. That devil that, that's trying to get them at that time is not going to tell you the truth. Trust me, parents, because I see that a lot. Well, I don't believe, oh, I don't think they're that way. Well, what are they going to tell you? Yeah, I'm a manipulator. I'm a liar. Yeah, I do this. Yeah, I fight because I don't want to be left out. They're not going to tell you those things. You have to go into prayer and say, God, this is what I'm hearing this is what someone's trying to tell me. You tell me now your word because your word trumps their word. Somebody say God's word trumps the other one's word. It trumps the natural. It trumps the natural because the Bible says in Galatians, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, temperance, meekness, faith. Against such is no law. What does that mean? Nothing's greater. 
Nothing's greater than a word from God. Nothing's greater than his love. Nothing's going to... So you get up and you love that child, that person, and the people telling you, because people need to watch their mouths. Because I was more angry at them than, than my kids, because I'm thinking, do you know what your kids do? <laughs> but see, that's flesh. That's all flesh. So the Bible says if we sow to the Spirit, we reap everlasting life. If we sow to the flesh, we reap corruption. So I choose to reap the life. Amen. But all I know is I have my baby boy here with me. I have him here on the praise with me. He's in his 20s and he's serving God. Amen. Awesome. That's awesome. But it might take you a minute. It might take you a minute of wrestling till you get to the nestling, till you get to where you have peace. When you have that peace, you'll quit working it in your flesh. When we have peace, we'll quit trying to work it in our flesh. And it seems a little hard to wrestle, but after you get the word, it's so worth it because you're going to wrestle in the flesh for years where you can conquer this and just you can conquer it as soon as you get the word and then you believe it and wait on the manifestation. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm excited about it because I know it works because I've done it and seen it work. I remember my mom when she first doing spiritual warfare. She said when she felt something break, and then she saw the fruit of that, the manifestation. So if you're asking, is this right, what we do? Well, when we do it and we see the fruit, well, I say my son's still here. When we do it and see the fruit, then we can't question if that's right. So she said when she saw the fruit, she, nobody could ever stop her again from going into that spirit world and pulling down the strongholds and loving the person and waiting on God to manifest the answer. Amen. It works. Somebody say it works. Thank you. Just like they praying for finances for me. And I just got financial breakthrough. And I mean, that came out of prayer. That came out of prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, Exodus 34, 4 says, don't have any other gods before him because he's a jealous God. He wants us to want him just like we want him to want us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to share this scripture, and if somebody wants to comment on any of this, or share testimony, share testimony of this working in your life, then um, time will be in just a few minutes. First Timothy chapter 2, 1. It says, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, giving of thanks be made for all men. Is that a lot of ways to pray? <clears throat> Supplications, that's when you give God, you, God, I mean, you're almost begging, you're pleading, you know, you're, people say you don't beg God. Well, supplications are pretty close. <laughs> when your heart's aching, your heart's aching for that marriage, your heart is torn for that son, your heart for those brothers, you know, I'm getting a new burden for my brothers, my heart starts getting torn and I start making my supplications like when God told me one day in prayer after we got to the glory level somebody say the glory level he said to me he said what do you want he's never asked me that before and I said God save Donnie save Donnie and it was supplication save Donnie and God did save him he saved Donnie so those are supplications amen but I have to give the Spirit of God credit for that. It sounds like, oh, 
Why didn't she ask for money? Why didn't she ask for the, the spirit of God? See, when you connect with him, he praised the mind of Christ. He praised the mind of God. He prayed what God wanted because my mama been praying for her son. He prayed what God wanted through me. Amen. The Spirit prayed it through me. And, and what the Spirit prays will be answered. So Donnie is saved in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you praise for it, God. We see that when the Spirit prays it through us, that's why the enemy don't want you to connect with the Spirit. <clears throat> He wants us to say carnal prayers, but when we connect to the Spirit, which I have to lose control to do, then the Spirit's going to pray, and those prayers will be answered, because God cannot lie. Amen. He cannot lie, and He comes in Spirit and in truth, and the Spirit's travailing the mind of God, so they're going to be answered. Hallelujah. Thank you. I feel a breakthrough on that, to lose control to the prayer let the spirit of god pray through you then your prayers will be answered romans eight twenty six. let the spirit pray through you groanings that cannot be uttered god i thank you that we're getting this revelation today god and i pray until that happens i don't stop i praise you i worship you i sing to you until i'm out of my mind <laughs> till i'm out of my mind god and then the spirit prays through me Whatever God's wanting prayed. Hey, y'all talk about seke, because our mouth is the mouthpiece of God. And he gave the world to us. He gave the earth to men. The heavens belong to God, and the earth belongs to men. Till a man takes authority, till a man or a woman opens their mouth and lets the Spirit of God pray through them. We won't see change, but when the Spirit prays, <laughs> When when the Spirit prays, it turns our life around. When the Spirit prays, my family gets saved. When the Spirit prays, my money gets right. When the Spirit prays, there's healing in my home. When the Spirit prays, he's going to make me humble. <laughs> when the Spirit prays, I'm going to treat people different. I'm going to treat my spouse different when the Spirit prays through me because I don't always know what to say, God. God, I thank you for that revelation. I thank you for Romans 8, 26, God. God, I ask today that we get it. Oh, that my prayers, God, my works of my own righteousness, there is filthy rags to you, God. Why do you want to lose control so much, God? Because the spirit and the flesh don't go together. I have to lose control to connect with your spirit because the spirit and the flesh war. They are in enmity with each other. I can't get nothing in this natural realm from you, God. It's in the spirit. You said we wrestle not against flesh and blood, God, not against each other, not against someone's hurting you so you're going to hurt them back. But but we go to prayer, and then we're able to nestle because we're in your presence. We're in your presence, and you speak peace to us, Lord, that we know that we did right by not fighting them in the flesh. God, I've never seen it fail. I've never seen you fail me, God, when I didn't do, fight my own battle like that. I believe that's what you mean that when you say the battle is not ours, but the Lord is the Lord's. Because we go to you, God, and, and we seek your face, and we sometimes have to fast and pray until the spirit is bigger than our flesh so we can overcome and not give in to the the, the natural god 
Romans 8, let's look at 25, 26, and 27. But if we hope for what we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. See, that's another thing. How do you receive promises? The Bible says we obtain our promise by faith and patience. Yeah, faith and patience. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities, our weaknesses. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. Did it say right there, I don't know how to pray sometimes? <laughs> but we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but but the Spirit itself makes intercession. See, that's itself. It's not me. The Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now, how are those groanings coming out? They're coming out through your tongue. They're coming out through your mouth. They're coming out through your spirit. Verse 27, and he that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So the Spirit's going to pray what's best for you. So instead of trying to do it in our flesh and running from the prayer and running from the Spirit, why don't we pray to the one that knows what's best for us? Let's quit trying to fix it in our flesh. In verse 28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. So he's going to turn all that stuff, just lay it on the altar, just just lose control, seek his face, and we'll find him. And let him speak a word to your spirit, and you will have peace in that situation. You can walk through anything with that word. You can come through. You come through as pure gold. Hallelujah. You be tried by fire and come through. As pure gold, with the word of God, with the word of God, I thank you, God. I'm ready to nestle. I'm ready, I'm ready to hear you. I'm ready to wrestle till I get to the nestle. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, because I've never had peace without getting the word, God. I've always had to try to figure it out in my flesh, and that wears you out the other way, so... If you think prayer is hard, then then try this. Wrestle till you nestle. Somebody say, I'm going to wrestle till I'm being nestled. Glory. Till I'm in the arms of God. Till I'm sitting with him in the heavenly places and all things are under my feet. Glory. Till that circumstance is under my feet. Till that don't overtake me every time. That don't pull me in depression. That don't pull me in defeat. That don't pull me in the worthlessness. God, you don't want us to worry. You don't want us to be anxious, God. You said don't even worry about what we're going to eat or drink because you've already clothed the sparrows and you already fed them, God. They don't even sow. They don't even sow. <laughs> Take us to another prayer place, another level in prayer, God. Pressing past blessing into the realm of power where our prayers actually get answered, God. Thank you, Lord. We see with the children of Israel, they all could have had their prayers answered and crossed over to the promised land, but they didn't believe. They didn't believe. They didn't get to go in because of unbelief. But they all could have had it. They all could have had it. They had to push out the giants. So 
so they could nestle, but they could have had it. Hey, y'all talk about saved, but instead they died in the wilderness. And then the 20 and under with Josh and Kayla winning in. Y'all died all by Sunday, day, day. God, we release right now anybody that's having to pull people along. We release that tie. We release you in the name of Jesus. Just like Abraham took Lot and then he had to go get him out of trouble. God, we just release that tie that they don't feel obligated to take them in. If they don't want to go in, if they don't want to do their own praying, if they don't want to pull down their own strongholds, God, we release people from the obligation that to be able to keep pulling on people's feelings and emotions to make sure they get to go in. And we put that responsibility back on the ones that's maturing you. We put it on them, God, that they have to make up their mind. In Jesus' name, the children of Israel didn't get to stay in the in-between place. They had to decide. And we speak that in the atmosphere now that you have to make a decision now in Jesus' name. I love you. And uh, I'm thinking my time's up. I just looked in 556. Hallelujah. Can y'all still hear me, everybody? Yes, ma'am. All right. Somebody just say a prayer over us, and we'll be back uh, Thursday on Facebook Live um, 5 to 6. Father, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you teach us to wrestle. I said nestle and not wrestle, God. To get lost in your spirit, God. To lose control in prayer, God. I thank you, Jesus, that you take us to that new level of prayer to come into your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise, Father. We thank you for this prayer anointing on our apostle, God. We thank you, Jesus. We just receive the word today, God, down in our spirits. Father God, that we activate it and we become doers of your word, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for this prayer call today, God, and for the lives that are touched and changed through it, Father. We just ask you to bring us back safely next Tuesday in Jesus' name. Amen. And I want to pray. I want to release a prayer anointing. Thank you for reminding me, Sister Monica. I release a prayer anointing on your life. I release the anointing to pray past the surface. I release the anointing to pray past blessings. Um, blessings are good, but we got we got to get our family saved. We got to get them healed, and we got to get them delivered, God. And I don't see it happening, the blessing, but I see it happen past the blessing into the realm of power. God, I release it on your people. God, I release a new level of prayer on their life, God, that they take their own mountains, just like Caleb said, where's my mountain when he's 85 years old? Where's my mountain that was promised for me to take? So, God, we thank you, and we release that in the atmosphere. In Jesus' name, and thank y'all for listening. Love y'all. We hope you enjoyed this message from Freedom Ministries. For more information and to stay connected with us, find us on Facebook or the web at freedomministriescrossing.com.